Good morning, Irish fans. It is Celtic Chase coming at you bright and early on a Wednesday morning of what feels like Christmas week. I got another present uh, last night. Hopefully there are some more presents to be delivered to not just me, but all of us later this week going into Monday. I got my Phil Steele College Football Preview Magazine, the Midwest edition. You see Mike Mayer there on the cover, Aiden O'Connell, a quarterback for Purdue, a Jaden Reed, wide receiver for Michigan State, and then some linebacker for Michigan nobody cares about, uh, but I love and look forward to this magazine every single year. I appreciate the effort and time that goes into coming up with this magazine from not just Phil, but his entire team. Uh, Phil does a good job of providing all of the information you need uh, in order to come up with your own opinion on how you think the season is going to shake out. He gives his own projections as well. So I really appreciate this magazine. I think it's very well done. It's very thick. Previews for all 130 teams uh, in the FBS are in this. And uh, as far as like the rankings, uh, preseason top 25, All-Americans, uh, 2023 first round draft projections, uh, strength of schedule, experience chart, uh, projected top 25 finish, projecting the top individual units around the country. It's all in here. And I love to look at that stuff and see where Notre Dame is and see how they compare to the rest of the country. I may disagree a little bit here or there, but for the most part, I typically am pretty close to uh, what Phil thinks and the rest of his team thinks about how things will shake out in the upcoming season. And yes, I understand this is really all all meaningless in the grand scheme of things, uh, but you're missing the point if you really think that this is all meaningless. It's supposed to be fun. The whole reason uh, Phil Steele and other college football media platforms around the country do stuff like this is to get us talking and to get us speculating. And I really appreciate that because at the end of the day, that's what being a fan is all about. So have some fun with it. I'm going to go over pretty much everything and see where Notre Dame players and where the team stacks up against the rest of the country. Before we dive into this, make sure you're subscribed, leave a like, and for sure, give me your feedback on this episode. Let's hear from you guys. Let's collaborate. Let's talk some Notre Dame football. Let's start with the projected All-American. So Phil comes up with four different teams for All-Americans. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, he does not have a, a Notre Dame player on the fourth team for the All-American list, so we're not going to even worry about that. But he has four Notre Dame players in the top three teams for the All-American projected list for the 2022 season. Only one on the first team, that's Jarrett Patterson. He has him at center. A lot of other media platforms has Jarrett Patterson as the number one center in the country. However, it looks like he's going to start out the season or at least fall camp as guard, but he's definitely worthy of being on the All-American list. Second team, Michael Mayer at tight end. Um, no surprise there. And at the first team, it is Brock Bowers of Georgia. In my opinion, you're splitting hairs. Both are really good players. Uh, Isaiah Foskey getting some love here at defensive end uh, at the second team. Uh, but the one player that is ahead of him is Miles Murphy of Clemson. Again, you're probably splitting hairs there. Miles Murphy's a very good player, and that Clemson defensive line is loaded and deep. And then finally, third team, Brandon Joseph at one of the safety positions. I tend to agree with that. He probably belongs. There are some pretty good safeties uh, coming into this season around the country as well. A guy like Jordan Battle from Alabama. Okay, let's look at the individual units across the country where they rank and where Notre Dame falls. So we'll start with quarterback. 
No surprise here. Notre Dame not ranked very high. 39th in the country. Obviously, there's a lot of unprovenness in the quarterback room with Notre Dame. Like the talent of Tyler Buckner, but we got to see it a little bit more. Um, he's got Ohio State, number one, Alabama, two, and USC, number three. Running back room, let's look at that. Uh, Phil's got Notre Dame as the 50th best running back room heading into the 2022 season. Um, I'm going to disagree a little bit here. I think Notre Dame should probably be somewhere between 20 and 30, despite the injury to Jadarian Price. I think this is a pretty well-balanced room. Are we light on numbers? Yes, we are. But I like the balance of uh, Chris Tyree, Audric Estime, and then a guy like Jabron Payne, who I think uh, is going to be a pretty good player even as a freshman. He's going to get a lot of opportunities as running back number three. But just to look at Phil Steele's top three running backs from across the country, Texas, Ohio State, and Wisconsin, hard to argue the top talent in those running back rooms. Now to receiver this is actually not just receiver. It's it's a combination of the receiving room and tight end room. So keep that in mind, and you may still be a little bit surprised by where Notre Dame falls. But he's got Notre Dame at number 11. But when you consider the fact that we're including Michael Mayer in this discussion, it makes more sense. And I like Notre Dame's receiver room, and so does Phil, with the individual talent. Light on numbers, yes. But then you throw in Mike Mayer in that. I think it deserves to be a somewhat a borderline top 10 group. Uh, number 1 through 3, though, USC at 1, Ohio State at 2. Virginia at three. Let's not forget, Virginia's got some talented receivers with Dontavian Wicks and Keaton Thompson. Now, we didn't see it a ton last year. Obviously, Brendan Armstrong was injured during the game we played against him. Going on to the offensive line, I got to disagree here a little bit with Phil. He's got Notre Dame at number nine. He's got teams like Baylor, Utah, Oregon, and even Wisconsin ahead of Notre Dame. Uh, I have to disagree with that. I think Notre Dame should be a top five unit. Uh, heading into this season. Uh, Bias aside, I just think the tackles, I guess they're a little bit unknown across the country. I kind of get that, but their potential is through the roof. Obviously, you got a guy like Jared Patterson returning in the interior. I guess there's a little bit of unknownness with the Notre Dame offensive line, but I, I, I guess I could kind of see this, but I think that Notre Dame's offensive line with the talent they have and with the return of Harry Heastan, I think they will be competing for the Joe Moore Award this season. With the top three offensive line units going into the season, according to Phil Steele, Michigan at one, Georgia at two, and Ohio State at three. Going on to the defensive line, He's got Notre Dame at 6th across the country. Um, it feels right. There's some pretty good defensive lines here as well. He's got Clemson at 1, Pittsburgh at 2, Oklahoma State at 3. But I think Notre Dame is right there with them, not just with individual talent, but as a group collectively. It's a very deep group for Notre Dame, and I think they're going to be very important this upcoming year. Just ahead of Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Baylor as well. Going on to linebackers, this one... Uh, kind of surprised me a little bit. He's got Notre Dame at 10. Um, I think perhaps that may be a bit high, but looking at the individual players and not just that, but the overall group as a whole, it is a pretty solid linebacker group for Notre Dame. You got some exciting freshmen coming into the fold, exciting second-year player like Prince Colley, Maris Leofaus coming back from injury, and then a couple of wily veterans like Jack Kaiser, Bo Bauer, and J.D. Bertrand. So this is a pretty good linebacker room. Phil's got Alabama 1, NC State at 2, and Georgia at 3. Looking at the secondary now, this may surprise a lot of people, but I've been banging this drum a little bit during the offseason. 
He's got Notre Dame as the fifth best secondary heading into the 2022 season. I love this because I agree with this. I think the secondary for Notre Dame will be the best secondary for Notre Dame since the 2020-18 season. Now that may be a bit of a hot take because that's pre and post Kyle Hamilton, but you got to look at the entire group. And to be quite honest with you guys, Notre Dame's had a pretty good secondary really since the, the 2017 reboot. It's been a pretty good stretch for the secondary as a whole, in my opinion, since then. And that's despite maybe not having the rock star, superstar talent at every single position. Now, there's obviously exceptions to that. We've had a bit of that in the secondary. The two guys behind me, Julian Love and Kyle Hamilton. But as far as this year goes, Brandon Joseph, Cam Hart. I think Tariq Bracey's sitting on a pretty good year as a nickel corner. I love Ramon Henderson and his potential. And then I'm hoping Ryan Barnes is a starting boundary corner. I love his potential there. And then rounding out the secondary top three Georgia one Texas A&M two and NC State three and then lastly special teams he's got Notre Dame all the way down at 45 not gonna lie that probably feels right there's a lot of uncertainty uh, with the kicker and punter specifically rounding out the top three for special team units across the country Phil's got Michigan one Rutgers two and Kansas State three Looking at the strength of schedule and toughest schedule, according to Phil Steele, he's got Notre Dame at 44th across the country. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. It's it's a very top-heavy schedule. It's not like a murderer's row SEC West type of schedule, but I think with this schedule, it should be on paper um, impressive enough with the top individual teams like uh, Ohio State, Clemson, perhaps even USC. You could even throw uh, BYU in there. Should be top heavy enough to where if Notre Dame is successful enough and at least goes 11 and 1, they should be a playoff contender. Now, on to the experience chart, and basically, this is the amount of talent that's coming back in 2020. Phil's got Notre Dame at 64th across the country with 15 total starters coming back this season. That is an improvement from last year. Last year, we only had nine starters coming back. Looking at Phil's 2023 projected first round uh, for the NFL draft, he's got Michael Mayer at nine. He's got Brandon Joseph at 24th, and he's got Isaiah Foskey at 28th. Hard to really argue against that. That's a lot of projection. Um, I think Jarrett Patterson perhaps has an outside shot to sneak in the first round with a really strong year. Going to be different, though, if he moves from center to guard. Um, but obviously, that's that looks good on the NFL draft report, right? If you're versatile, uh, especially for an offensive lineman, if you can play center and guard for those interior guys, that looks really good on the resume. So perhaps with a really strong year, he could sneak into the first round. Cam Hart, maybe. He's going to have to have a really strong year specifically with the man-to-man -man stuff. Uh, but other than that, I don't really have any strong arguments uh, against this. Okay, let's go to Phil's power rankings, which in a sense is Phil's preseason rankings. He's got Notre Dame at 6 behind Michigan, which blah, um, as much as I hate on Michigan, they do have a pretty good team coming back. Uh, just below them, Utah at 7, Texas A&M at 8, Pittsburgh at 9, and Miami at 10, and ahead of Notre Dame uh, in the top 4, uh, Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4. Hard to really argue against that a lot. Uh, maybe you want to nitpick 
nitpick. Notre Dame should be ahead of Michigan. Flip-flop those two. Um, I like Utah. I think they're a good team. But as a whole, the top 10 that he has here, uh, it's hard to really strongly argue against it. Okay, let's look at projected offense and defense for the 2022 season. Phil's got Notre Dame as the seventh projected total defense for the 2022 season. And as far as offense goes, they're not even on this list, which I kind of get it. There's a lot of uncertainty. I think the potential is there for Notre Dame to be a top 10 offense this upcoming year when you take account for Tyler Buckner's potential, uh, Tommy Reese getting full control of the offense, Harry He stands back, uh, uh, Chancey Stuckey's here instead of Dell Alexander. I think the receivers are going to be more prepared this year. Uh, Dylan McCullough. And then overall, the individual talent I like, and I think the potential is there for Notre Dame to be a top 10 offense this year. And then finally, fills what he calls the preseason top 40, but it's really his final rankings projection. I'm not sure why he calls it preseason. He should just call it final top 40 projection. He's got Notre Dame at 7th, behind Utah at 6, Michigan at 5, Clemson at 4, Georgia at 3, Ohio State 2, Alabama at 1. So it's pretty chalk across the board. I doubt it exactly finishes like that. But if Notre Dame finishes 7-ish in the country at the conclusion of the regular season, that's what this is, Notre Dame should be in a New Year's Six Bowl, and I think most fans would probably be happy with that result year one under Marcus Freeman. And as far as record goes, if they do finish seventh-ish, that's probably 11-1, perhaps 10-2, but it would depend on how the rest of the country looks too at the end of the year. So there's a quick dive into Phil Steele's college football preview for the 2022 season. Kind of interesting and fascinating to see where he has Notre Dame and then comparing them with the rest of the country. So be sure to give me your thoughts on that. That will conclude this episode. There's a special announcement tonight from a certain 2024 wide receiver. I'll be talking about that announcement perhaps tonight or maybe early tomorrow morning. We'll just have to see how the schedule shakes out for me. But with that, thanks so much for joining me. We'll be talking to you, and remember, go Irish.